Hey everyone, I'm your host Dr. Priya, online marketing and sales coach, helping solopreneurs and small businesses to make more money by making small pivots to their mindset, marketing and sales. I help businesses with my holistic power strategy and acronym for five core areas of your business like product and pricing, online and offline presence, warm lead generation pipeline, evaluating sales processes, retainer or retargeting existing client strategies. This will be a game changer where I audit and execute pivots for you to understand your current processes and systems in place and identify gaps that are keeping you stuck. Follow me on Instagram. My handle is Dr. Priya Jagannathan. I'll leave it in the show notes below and send me a DM to discuss your challenges. Let's grow together. Welcome to Pivot to Thrive podcast. I'm so excited for my very first interview style podcast episode. I've recorded more than um, 50, 60 podcasts, but it was just me talking. And I really needed that motivation, accountability to keep posting consistently every week. So this is me experimenting with style podcast. My very first one is with an amazing fellow Queenslander who is a mentor, coach, author, has been a contributor of 18 books. The first amazing guest joining us today is Trish Springsteen. Trish is a get-known B-Scene specialist, Australia's leading expert in empowering introverts, a multi-international award-winning mentor, speaker, international award-winning best-selling author, and host Get Known B-Scene Web TV. So Trish is also a founder of Purple Unicorn Marketing Academy. She loves purple. Um, She also works with clients to promote them uniquely. So Trish believes in you until you believe in yourself. That's such a beautiful gesture. And Trish has brought improved speaking and communication skills to introverts, authors, advocates, and bloggers. Trish is the author, co-author, contributing author of 18 books. This is the line that got me hooked. And I told um, Trish that I'm really, really keen on listening about leaving a legacy and why everybody should write the book. So she's shared so much valuable information that I can't wait for you to see, hear and experience and write a book yourself. I have set a goal that I'm going to be start writing my book that was in my 2022 vision board. But having spoken to Trish, it has really made me think that it is possible for everybody. So I'm going to start getting into action now without much delay. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Pivot to Thrive podcast, Trish. It is lovely to have you today. And um, it's really incredible for, for me to kickstart my interview style podcast with you, another fellow Queenslander who is a mentor, speaker, coach and author. And thank you for joining us today. Absolutely delighted to be here, Priya, and delighted to be able to help you launch your podcast. Thank you so much. Would you like to give your 45-second or a one-minute elevator pitch? (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, As as Priya said, my name is Trish Springsteen. My passion is helping you to get known and be seen. 
I'm a get and be seen specialist, a creative marketing consultant, um, a multi-international award-winning mentor, and I'm an international award-winning best-selling author. My passion, as I said, is working with my clients to help them have the confidence and self-belief to make speaking easy so that they can make it easy for their clients to find them. Because after all, the best person to speak about your business is you. I'm the founder of Purple Unicorn Marketing Academy, and that's all about helping you to promote you uniquely, marketing to attract audiences and raving fans. I'm the author, co-author and contributing author of 18 books. And one of the things that I'm very passionate about is helping people to live a legacy from their business, their life, their life experiences and their expertise. And that's helping them to think about what stories have they got within them and how can they have a book to share those stories. Wow, that is incredible. I have not seen a buyer personally having contributed to 18 books. So tell me how it all started. How did your passion start for writing a book or what was your experience with your very first book? Wow. Okay. Well, I started my business oh, back in back to 2006 with a, a partner at that time. We'd been in business about a year. And at that time, someone said to us, you need to have a book for credibility. Now, my business partner and I are pretty lazy people. We didn't want to have to spend ages and ages and months and months writing a book. So we looked at our blog. We'd been blogging for about two years. And we just thought, okay, we each took our favourite blogs and changed the titles, made them each a chapter, tweaked some of the content, and there was our book. So I thought, great, we've got the content. How do we get it published? Now, at that time, neither one of us knew anything about publishing books or writing books. Now, this is a story I share quite often because this is exactly how not to do it. <laughs> it was a disaster from the word go. The content was brilliant. We found a publisher and we trusted that publisher because not knowing anything about it. So, right, we went to the publisher and he, you know, we gave him the content and then he said, you need a cover and you need a title. So we thought, okay, here's some ideas. Expecting the publisher with his expertise to come back to us and say, no, you might want to change that or here's some examples of a cover that you might want instead or no, the title's not quite right, you might want it. No, he took exactly what we sent him. Exactly. Now, we are not graphic artists and we are not, or at that time, was not experts in titles for books. So $10,000 later, about, I don't know, 50, 60 cartons of books. We had this great book, which is the most brilliant content you've ever seen, lousy title, and a not-so-good cover. And I still have some of them left. I've been trying to get rid of. So that sort of was, okay, there's, there's, my, there's our book. We'll, we'll go with that. People bought it. It was really great. And I guess I backed off from writing for quite a few years. I look back five or six years down further, uh, I wrote my second book, which is this one here. I'll show you. Which is Creating Competent Communicators. That one worked out, got published. Not so much of a problem with that. And then I thought, okay, I'm done. And I had this mindset that I couldn't write. I'm a speaker coach. I speak on stages. I MC events. But no, 
I was not a writer. I'd done those two things. That was all we needed to do. So that was that mindset. Yeah, it is just uh, interesting to notice after having two evidences of your writing skills, why did that thought pop up? The thought popped up because it had been a while since I'd written. The first book left a lot of, you know, hey, that was a disaster. I was quite happy with the second book. And I thought, well, that was all I needed. And, you know, why, why else should I be writing another book? It was done. And I thought, you know, that's all the creativity I've got. I haven't got any more stories. You've got it and that's it. So fast forward around about 10, 15 years, about five years ago, I got asked to contribute a chapter in a book in America. And I looked at it and I thought, no, I'm too busy and, you know, why should I do that? I've already got two books, well, one and a half books if you think about the other one. first one wasn't so good. So, no, no, I'm not going to do it. Why would anybody want to read that? Because it was about, oh, it was about leadership at the time and speaking for leadership. So I thought, no, 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 no. So I said, nope, and left it at that. Then they came back and said, look, we really would like you to write the chapter. It was about that aha moment time. I went like this and thought, Trish, you work with people, telling them to grab opportunities, to step outside their comfort zone, to believe in themselves. What the blazes are you doing? You're not walking your talk. So I thought, okay, I'll write a chapter. It didn't matter, I thought, because it was in America and nobody was going to read it here in Australia. So it would be okay if it didn't turn out. Big mistake, Priya. Everybody in Australia read the book and read the chapter. Hmm. Okay. And then I realised at about that moment after that, that I actually could write that all I had to do and what I do when I write is just channel what I you know I speak and that's how my writing comes out like I speak since then after I got over that and realized that I needed to leave a legacy because writing I saw my books were reaching people that may not otherwise have seen me they may not be people that go onto Facebook very much they may not be people that watch videos very much but they did like to read and they grabbed the book. And I thought, well, if you continue with that mindset, then you're doing a disservice to someone who might need to read a chapter, a few words, a paragraph of what I've got, which could be just what they need to have at that particular time in their life to change their thinking or to help them get the business going or something that they needed. Exactly. I truly appreciate your honesty in this. So there are so many things that really ties up with what you've said, narrated like a story. First is the uh, challenges and traumatic experience with the first publisher and the publishing itself. And the second one is like a feel-good factor where you check that box off okay, I've done well, I've done one book, I wanted to do a book, I've done one and it's done and dusted. So you've checked that box. So after those two really extreme emotions, it has really hit your belief system and mindset and then it really took you time to come back out of stage. Do that self-coaching. I think all of us coaches in some shape or form really think 
that, you know, are we talking the talk? Are we walking the walk? Are we setting an example? So, yeah, I have, you know, experienced that in different, um, you know, forms. And I truly work with people in that area, like identity crisis and identity integration, because we can have a bad day and have a swollen eyes, wipe our face, show up on stories or social platform and motivate our uh, audience. But then deep within, we are like, am I a fraud? Uh (laughs) You know, so I think we all go through in different uh, levels of identity crisis and identity integration. Uh, But uh, I'm so, so proud that you overcame that and you've done 18 books, which is not a normal um, thing that people would achieve. Well, once you get over that mindset, which I did, and those books have come, or 16 of them, have come in the last three or four years. I found that undoing that blockage, that it actually was not, you know, because I just decided, well, I can speak. So if I can speak, I just channel my speaking down through my typing and the words come out. So I grab opportunities now. Yeah, I mean, you attract what you want. And I, I, like I say, it's always you're just one decision away from what you want. Yeah. It all takes that one decision. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So was that the only most expensive mistake in this journey? That was the most expensive mistake. Yep. It, and it, it is a lesson I learned because from that, I learned everything not to do when it comes to publishing. And don't forget, though, that now it's a lot easier to publish books. Exactly. I have a publisher and we can do print on demand. We don't have to do huge amounts. At that stage, you know, going back to 2006, 2000, well, 2007, you had to do huge amounts of books. You, you didn't have much choice. You know, you, you printed and you ordered these boxes of books. And so you got boxes and boxes of books that you had to get rid of. Nowadays, it's a lot easier because you can print on demand, you can print one, you can print 20. Uh, since then, I've also, I, I've used a publisher. Uh, I've gone down other routes where people have published, but I've also self-published. So I know now that when I talk to people, and it's why I'm passionate about leaving a legacy and sharing your stories, because I know all the things that hard I know how hard it is for you to write I know different ways of getting around it I know that you can be an author by just having a chapter in a book you can start there and then move forward to having your own books the the options are there and the possibilities are there and to me it would be a very sad time for someone to have all these experiences maybe just life experiences and not leave that legacy for people. We are only on this earth. Our footprint on this earth is not a long time, but it doesn't have to be just that footprint. When you write a book, you are leaving a legacy because during your life, your book can become your business card. If you've got a business, it becomes. It does go to credibility. It does allow you to put author after your name, and it does help to help you stand out from someone else in your own niche in your own area who may not have written so it's it's a very valuable thing but for me it also is valuable is that books very rarely get thrown out yeah they may stay on the shelf people might just skim through them or they might read them but they then may pass them on to someone else and they may then get passed on they may end up in a second-hand bookstore 
And I can tell you, Priya, that it right now I'm getting shivers down my back because the thought that maybe in 20 years, 30 years time, someone wanders into a secondhand bookstore or is searching on Amazon on Kindle because it'll still be there and comes across one of my books, one of the one that I've written or co-authored or comes across a book that I've got a chapter in and picks up that book, opens it up, reads it, and is reading words that I have written about my life. That sends shivers because the thought that maybe in 30 years' time I could still be influencing or helping someone is massive. And I think that's how we all need to get away around from that imposter syndrome, that thought that we can't write, or the thought that why should I have a book? Yeah. That is why we should have a book. Thank you. That was such a powerful message. I think most of us need to hear as we cruise in this trending great resignation where everybody wants to follow their passion and do something. It is really important for us to document that that legacy. So like you said, that one sentence from that book could change someone's life. Yeah. Yeah. I, I truly live by that statement that one purpose, someone somewhere in the world has answers for their questions through me. So in some shape or form. So that is my mantra of life and that's how I survive. So yeah, that was a very powerful message. So that leads me to two questions from what you mentioned. I'm curious to know about the pros and cons of self-publishing or using a publisher. What is the difference from your personal experience? And the other one is just the do nots, don't do, what are the not to do stuff with publishing itself? Can we have like three to five key points um, of something that you should not do in okay. publishing? All right. Uh, first couple of things is to preempt that. A lot of people say it takes a long time to write a book. Uh, and how do I, I start? I really, I, I truly believe in that. I would definitely feel it's going to take at least a year for me to write a book and I don't have the time for that. Okay. Uh, when people say that, uh, there's a couple of things I say. Firstly, nowadays you don't have to have big books. People have short, uh, a time pool. They like to do things quickly. So it doesn't have to be a huge, big book. And if you've got a lot to write, you can actually split it up into a series of books, which are very powerful when you say, oh, I have a series on a topic. I say to people, if you write 500 words a day, for 30 days, that's 15,000 words. That is a book. And that only takes you a month. You can do it. It's just a matter of taking a deep breath, sitting down, and just starting with writing 500 words. Now, some days you might write more and some days you might write less. But I have seen it done and I've seen it work and it's extremely powerful. You just look at the 500 words each day. Don't look at writing 20,000 words or 10,000 words. You just think, today I'm writing 500 words. And 500 words is the size of a blog. Yeah. doesn't take long. So you can easily get your book out there from that if you just get over that mindset. The second thing you can do with your book, you can repurpose and leverage. If you've already got a blog, do what we did with our first book. Take a series of your blogs and turn that into a book. Very quickly done. If you have been doing podcasts like you're doing here, uh, for example, I did two years of blog talk radio where I interviewed people. I'm taking all of those and getting them transcribed 
and they're becoming conversations of Trish. There's three books, four books out of that, repurposing and leveraging, two of my favourite words. So there are ways to do it. You can even speak. You can just record yourself and just record 500 words a day instead of writing them and you've got transcribes that you can do and there's also programs that will put it straight into word for you as you speak because some people find it easier to speak their story than they do to write it. And then, of course, there's ghost writers. You can go and sit down with someone, tell them your story, and they'll write it for you. So really, people, there is no excuse to not get those words out of your story because we all have stories. I know that deep down. For many, many years, I thought I didn't have a story, and that was one of my blockages of writing. But I do. Everybody has got life experiences, and we're all unique. So once you get over that block and you've got your book, to address those two issues, self-publishing versus publishers. Okay. Today, it is a lot easier. You can pitch to some of the big publishers, but I can tell you now it's very rare that any of those big publishing houses are going to pick up unless you've got a really awesome story or big credentials or you're a celebrity. But that's fine because we don't need to go that route. There are a lot of other publishers who will help you, and, and they do print-on-demand publishing. There's several out there. Now, the first thing I would say to you when you're looking for a publisher by doing that way is to make sure that publisher resonates with you. Have a chat with them. See if they align with your values, with what you think and where you want to go with, where you, with your story. Check out the credentials. See if they've got testimonials. Have a chat to other people who have used them. Just get a feel of the how, you know, are they credible? Are they going to produce? Now, I've been caught out with a couple of other things, mainly with books that I've done chapters for where I've had no control over it. And some have been good and some have been not so good. So if you decide to go that way and do a chapter in a book, check out the person who's facilitating it. See what other works they've had. Have a chat to other people who've worked with them or other people who are going to be in there. See how credible they are and be comfortable that your chapter and what's going in that book is going to be aligning with your values and where you want to be. So that's one way you can go and put a chapter in that. Just make sure you check. Go to your publisher, check and make sure that you're congruent. Have the costing up front. Know how much it's going to cost. And um, it's going, know how much it's going to cost and what you're going to be getting. Because there's different publishers to different packages. So some will include some books for you. Some will just give you a proof copy. Uh, some will include editing. Now, that is the one major thing that you should always have. Don't let any, if any publisher or anybody who you're doing a compilation with says they're not getting the book editing edited, walk away. It is an absolute major component of your book going out there that is edited. Because you can write, but you're not, and you can read it over and over. You can give it to people, your friends to read over and over, but we're always going to miss something. An editor, is used to reading it clearly. Listen to what they've got to say. Sometimes the things they want to change are not congruent, and you say, no, I don't need to change that because it is part of the story. But mostly, 99% uh, of the time, I give it to a good editor, 
they edit it and it comes back and I'm happy with it in that respect. So you need your editor, you need your publisher. And then you need to just work out how many books you've got, whether you can order them yourself, whether you need to order it through your publisher. Just be aware of that. Now, self-publishing, there's Ingram Sparks, there's Lulu, uh, there's, um, there's Kindle and Amazon. There are a lot of places where you can do your own self-publishing. The one thing that you won't do away with is an editor. Even if you're self-publishing, pay for an editor. And again, it will depend on how big your book is, how much editing you want them to do, whether it's uh, uh, whether it's just editing for spelling errors and grammar or whether it's editing for continuity. Now, continuity really comes in if you're writing fiction books yeah. because you need to make sure you've got where your, your story cool. outline is still flowing. Not so much of information books, but it's definitely that. You still need an editor for that. So then you need to just go and look at any one of those, Income Sparks, Lulu, any one of those three, uh, get an account. And once you've got it edited, it's a matter of uploading it into the Ingram Sparks, then doing a proof. Now, that's the other thing I would say to you. Always, always get a proof, even from a publisher or even if you're doing a facilitated uh, compilation of someone and you send it off, always see the proof. Uh, the reason is that you could look at the formatting and somehow the formatting in between the time that it's gone goes to the printer or the, the, the when you add it up and do it yourself printing, the formatting can be wrong. I have seen a mistake where that's happened. The person just didn't see the proof, ordered 30 copies, and they've got 30 copies of a brilliant book where all some of the pages are completely out of order, back to front, didn't work out. It happens. So editor, check your publisher. Check the person that if you're doing a compilation and you're putting the chapter in and always get a proof of whatever you're doing to make sure that what you've said is actually coming out, the format that you're expecting to see the book is actually the format you want. Then once you've got the format, then you just publish. You can publish whatever amount you want. Uh, when you do press that and you publish, it quite often will go to, you read them, they'll usually put it on Barnes & Noble. So it will get out there to the world and they'll go on their stock list, whether that gets picked up or not. That depends on how much you want to do a lot of marketing. You can do a print. And then I would always, always recommend that you do an ebook as well. Yeah. Once you've got the format done there, it is very easy to just tweak that for a Kindle format yeah. and load it up to Amazon. And then, of course, after that, you've got your book launch for your print and your book launch for Amazon. Yeah. And there are ways of doing that to ensure that you become a best-selling Amazon bestseller author. I've done that three times, uh, number one best-selling author. I've actually done it with a compilation where we got best-selling author in three countries. So it's an inter that's why I can say in my bio I'm an international award-winning best-selling author because some of the books, a couple of the books that I've been in have actually won awards. Wow, amazing. So there is a process for that. Yeah. And while that says you think it's amazing, I'm just an ordinary person with ordinary stories, just like each and every one of you. So what I can do, you can do. You've yeah. got a story. Don't leave it locked inside. Pick a publisher or go and just take some time. There's plenty. Each of those 
self-publishing people have loads of videos and tutorials that will walk you through it. Yeah. And then you so just for people out. listening, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> you can just reach out for assistance, like people like me. There are a lot of book coaches, a lot of book mentors. Um, find one that helps, but you reach out and help them if you need some assistance. People who are starting, who are thinking about writing a book, obviously, if they're on a budget, if finance is something that's going to be a blockage, if their mindset is already, well, the next thing that comes to mind is the practical difficulty, how much I'll have to spend to get the book out. So is there a rough figure? I know it depends on various factors, but can you suggest some numbers, some light on how things can be done on a budget and how extravagant you can go? Okay. There are a couple of ways. As I said, one of the easiest ways for someone to first start and have author and put their toe in the water is to do a chapter in a book. Now, that means that you need to make sure that the book you want to do the chapter in resonates with you, aligns with your values. So once you've ticked that off, there are a lot of ways of that. Some people will charge you a token fee. They might charge you about $50 to go in. It, it may even be up to $450. And in some cases, it can be $1,000 or $2,000 just to be in a compilation book. And that will depend on the package they offer and who else is in the book. If they're doing a compilation book with a couple of celebrities, which means that your book is liable to get really out there quickly, you can expect to pay a reasonably larger amount to be part of that. Now, that fee goes towards getting the book edited, getting it the covers done, because you need, that's the other thing you make money to make sure that you've got a really good cover on your book. So that's graphics or people who do book covers. And getting that distribution and printing out. So when you're going to do a compilation book, you will ask for what is the cost? What does that cost include? Now, usually if I'm going to do a compilation book, I want to make would like to ensure that in part of my uh, cost, I get one copy for myself. I should always want one hard copy, a print copy, given to me as part of that so that I've got that in my library. Then I need to also know then, how much is it going to cost me to order extra copies for me to sell or give away? So those are some of the questions that you will ask, and that will be part of the cost. And again, it depends really on what the book is for, why they're writing the book, uh, how many uh, authors are going to be in the book and the chapter, and how much it's going to cost. So I've done it from about $50 to $100, it's Australian for people, up to, you know, as I said, there's been one time, you know, 3000 2000 because those have been uh, celebrity books, which if that's where you want to go, it's not a bad idea, but you've got to be aware. And some of those ones, when it gets higher, may include five books, ten copies for you. These are all things that you need to look at when you decide which way you want to go. Now, that's a compilation book. If you're doing a print book for yourself, well, okay, let's take it if you go to a publisher. Publishers will, they're different costs, but I would say the ones that I've done have averaged between 1500 to 4000 maybe 3000 uh, depending on how big the book is and whether the editing has been included in that whether 
the book cover is being designed by someone that the publisher knows as well. So again, how much are they giving me? Then I need to know uh, as part of that, things I would consider is how much is my wholesale cost going to be if I want to reorder. So I need to know that as well. And the time frame. It can be usually it's about eight, maybe 10 weeks, maybe 12 weeks to go through because you've got to get it written. Um, that gets goes off to there. They go get it edited. That can become back. You look at that and you might make some changes and it goes back out again. Then the publisher will go through and get a, a, a copy for you to have a look at, all of that. So sometimes it can be cheaper if you decide to do the editing yourself or you go and get an editor. But yeah. I would say you could look and do it with a publisher. It could be around about $1,500 Australian. Oh. Maybe cheaper, maybe a bit more. Again, there's a. it's a matter of, I would say, source publishers, check their credentials and then ask them for some costs and then see what you get for it. Always look to see what am I getting for the cost and yeah. decide that's what you want. Self-publishing, it costs you about oh, $45, $50 to become, you know, to log in and, and have an account with, that's with Ingram. And then it's just a matter of um, you uploading. They don't charge you for that. Yeah. And a cost for you to get a proof copy. Mm -hmm. And then it'll be a cost every time you get some printed. Yeah. Cheaper to self publish, but that's just the money figure. You have to add into that your time figure. Exactly. How much is your time worth? Yeah. Whether you've got the time to spend to first off teach yourself how to self publish and then the time for doing that. There's advantages to self publishing. I can self-publish quick journals, which I can put out. And once you've learned it and once you've gone through, it's easier to do the next one. And as yeah. I said, you can have people that will hold your hand and help you do it. Yeah. It's up to you on your budget, which way you want to go. I don't know. I hope that's given you a bit of an idea. Oh, definitely, definitely. And it also touches upon the factor that, you know, leveraging. People don't understand the value of their time uh, in business. Most of them, they're like, oh, I can do it myself. I'll learn to do it myself. I'm like, imagine the amount of time you put in. They don't factor that into uh, when they consider it as an expense. They just think they're saving by not leveraging it to someone who's specialist. Uh, like I have an editor, not because I want to, because he would do a better job than me in a very short amount of time. Instead Absolutely. of me fiddling and doing the editing and doing it cheap, the number of hours I spent is much more than the amount that I'll be paying him. Yeah. I mean, I, I self-publish and I do do, as I say, little ones and that. But for me, my time is more spent in other things. Yeah. Because don't forget, when you do your self-publish, you've still got to get a cover. Yeah. So you, unless you're a really good graphic design and you're very creative, you may want to run it by a graphic design. And there's people who specialize in book covers. There's also lots of programs that help you. So there's, there's a lot of other programs that you can do uh, that will help you with that. But then you also got to pay for your editor. So okay. it's a way up. How big's the book? Do I have the time? How much control do I want over it? And then you cho choose. And you've got so many options today. It, it's 
really no reason why you don't get your book out. You just need to choose which option is going to suit you. Yeah, completely. I'm super proud of your journey. And yeah, it's really not many people honestly share the internal conflicting conversations that they have with themselves. That's what I'm hearing from you all the time. Very honest, conflicting internal conversation. The, the voice that peeps out and says, "How? why would you nominate yourself? What do you think about yourself? You're never going to win. So all these negative self-talks. And it is a lot of hard work to overcome that and pursue what you want to do. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm very young saying this, but then I truly, truly appreciate the works you've done. And I can definitely feel the amount of hard work and passion that went into this. And the journey was not easy as always. So I'm pretty sure um, the listeners and the YouTube, uh, you know, video uh, YouTube followers will be very, very happy uh, in getting all this knowledge from you about publishing the book. Why is it important? And you've given like, it was like a straight slap on my face. Like, you know, it's not going to take a long time. I've got all these options. So I'm going to really start getting on it. Not right away, but definitely it's on my radar very soon. And you will be my first guest to invite for my uh, book launch, for sure. Okay. Get it yourself an account. That's the last thing I'll say is get an accountability person. Yeah. Someone that will hold you accountable, whether it's a mentor, a friend, a mastermind group, doesn't matter what. But you tell them, I'm writing my book. Yeah. And you're going to come and very nicely say, how's that book going for you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. how many words have you done today? How can we help you? And it really makes you write the book. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that tip. I think that definitely helps. So where can people find you? If they want some, some kind of accountability, mentoring, support to write a book, uh, what, what resources have you got for them? Where can they find you? Just right up there. That's my okay. website. And you can download anything. You can contact me on that website. However, if you want to go to Facebook, honestly, people just look for the purple lady. I'm mm -hmm. all over Facebook. And funnily enough, I love purple. It might be very subtle. You might not realize that, but I do. So I'm on Facebook as Trish Springsteen. Uh, you'll find I've got several business pages. You can put Trish Springsteen author or Trish Springsteen uh, speaker and you'll find me and I'd be happy oh. to connect. I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. Love to connect there as well. And uh, I have Twitter. I'm on Twitter. So I'll leave all the links in the show notes uh, below so people can download um, Trish's ebook from the link visit our website if you ever need any kind of support in writing a book thank you so much trish for joining us today i'm pretty sure this is going to be a power-packed episode i'm going to timeline because every bit of information that you shared is <laughs> worth of a separate topic like you said a powerful keyword rich blog post <laughs> that's how i can describe every element of this conversation that we've had um i truly appreciate your time um, sharing your wealth of knowledge with me today absolutely been my absolute honor and i just hope someone gets a couple of little tips from that because that's all of it is there that's why i come and that's why i share thank you <laughs>